Okay, Adrian, hello. Hello. <laughs> Good morning. Finally, I'm chatting with someone who's roughly the same time zone as uh, me. Yeah. So, where are you in England? Uh, I'm not in England. I'm in Wales. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> where are you in the UK, Wales? <laughs> I'm in North Wales. Okay. Are you, are you Welsh? No. No. But you chose you chose to to move to Wales. Uh, yeah, I moved here. God, it must be nearly nine years ago, I suppose. I managed to escape from Salford, which is a very um, I have visited difficult place in Manchester. <laughs> yes, I yeah 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 not not a very nice place. Well, you learn a lot about life, and you learn some interesting people skills, and you learn how to defend yourself as well. So it's not a bad place for that. Mm, okay, very real, eh? Hmm. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you don't have to go and watch the television to watch police camera action. You just need to open your front door and have a walk around. <laughs> It is still like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, Adrian, you have a, an amazing um, show, not just a podcast, okay. uh, for the love of truth. Hi. And a very nice um, website. You, you're also sharing other people's uh, podcasts there, other people's shows. Yes. You, you have, yeah. Yeah. One of the reasons I put the whole thing together was because when all this um, uh, pandemic nonsense started, I, I worked out very quickly. It was a it was a lie. It was a hoax, and there was something else behind it. And it's all part of the the trauma based or fear based mind control that people are being subjected to by the deep state, the high finance, which is what I covered in that discussion, or we covered in that discussion with Ludwig recently. And it was really just to give people an alternative view on things, so that they could start to work things through for themselves, and they had a resource to have a look at. And that was really why I put that together, and also a reference for me, so I could keep track of all the information because there's a lot on there now. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a lot of content uh, yeah. in there. On there, what were you doing before the pandemic? Just living my life like I have done for a long time. I, I, I don't like the system at all. I want nothing to do with it, and I backed away from it probably two decades ago, maybe a bit longer. Um, and just you skirt around the outside of it. I, I, it doesn't make any sense to me. It never has. You know, I was immersed in it when I was growing up. I made some good money when I was younger. It just the whole thing made no sense. And then we had a whole bunch of uh, events and situations, which I won't share on here, but I'll tell you about afterwards if you want, um, that culminated in me saying, right, this is crap. I don't want to be part of it. It doesn't make any sense. It's a complete lie. So I just went my own way and lived my own life, which I've been doing ever since then. Are you, are you autonomous? Well, like a machine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're a robot. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, yeah I, I, largely. I mean, there are certain things. It's easier to have, say, a driving license, even though you're not driving all the time, because driving is a commercial activity. You can do things with that. You can make it a uh, an all rights reserve license, which gives the powers that shouldn't be problems when they decide to interfere with your natural right to move around. Mm. And if you know what you're doing, you can have some fun with that. And if you don't know what you're doing, you get into terrible trouble. I, I guess you know what to do. Mostly, yeah. And that comes from not knowing what I'm doing and making mistakes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you produce your own um, food? Do you have your own energy? What, uh... Um, yeah, we produce some food. And I joined a community garden a couple of years ago to learn how to produce food when I realized they were going to start destroying the food systems, which they're a long way on with now. So we do grow that. But I mean, that, that was one of the points I wanted to talk about, because you're a part of a community and you're an important part of your local community. And we've been we've been forced to become very dependent on a fraudulent system that wants to control everything, a system of commerce that will eventually consume itself as we're witnessing now, but it'll take a lot with it. So I wanted to learn from other people who had the skills, how do you do this? How do you grow food? And it turns out it's actually not that difficult. And the more you can grow yourself, you're getting local information in the food as well, the local water, the local air. It, it's much more powerful and relevant to you than eating, say, an apple from South America, that if you eat a locally grown apple or locally grown orange, that kind of thing. So I, I learned how to do that. Um, Power-wise, we're working on that right now. Um, and I've bought some different cars now so I can modify them to run on different things because that'll be another problem soon. You know, the, I, I bought a load of fuel when the, the pandemic started, thinking they'd interfere with the supplies of fuel. I didn't realize all I'd do is push the prices so high it gets uncomfortable to drive um, or move around your vehicle. And that's one of the things I want to talk about as well as linguistics and how we're trapped into all these words. Um, but we can, we can get onto that if you want. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But um, go on with, um, because I've heard you talking about it um, uh, before. Okay. How exactly are you changing, um, you know, the, um, 
are you changing the 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 way the the car engine um, works? I'm, not really. If you buy an old, how do we do it? If you buy an old diesel, as an example, one of the older cars before sort of two thousand two thousand and two, when they started to make changes, those older ones will run on different fuels. So you can make your own biodiesel like as an example. Yeah, old engine oil, old cooking oil, new cooking oil. There's all sorts of things you can do. You have to make some minor modifications, but they'll run fine on it. In fact, they run better on it. So you you can do things like that. And what do you find the information to do that? Because I bet that, uh, you know, the, the engineers that exist right now have no idea how to do that. Well, they might. Well, here's, here's the, one of the most important things I wanted to talk about, right? It's because the education system, if people don't realize it, is a mind control system. It's a system of indoctrination to get you to become a slave. They can drop into a slave box for the rest of your working life. Um, and they're going to try and shorten that with pharmaceuticals as well and poison food, poison air and all the rest of it. But you are responsible for empowering yourself. You, you must take response. I'm not just referring to you. I'm referring to everyone. You, me, all of us have to take self-responsibility and we have to become self-reliant. And that is the way we will find our way home, if you will, from where we're at right now. And one of the most powerful ways I found to do that is to ask better questions, learn to ask questions, formulate questions. Everyone's running around looking around for the answer and you're never going to get it unless you ask a better question. So start to formulate really powerful, profound questions that will elicit the answers from the realm that we live in, from the people around you, from your own mind, and spend less time looking on the internet for the answers, spend more time looking inside and into other people, because that's where the real knowledge is. What most people are getting from the internet is contrived and controlled in order to further manipulate mind control and hypnotize them. Uh, Yes, it's a curated um, content. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the questions really are what led me to do that. I started to ask, well, you know, how does how do, how were the engines originally designed? What could they run on? Can they run on this? So I started asking questions, and a whole world opened up before me of information and knowledge that had been sat there waiting for me to look at it. But until I asked the question, I didn't even notice it. Mm. So it's asking questions, I think, is one of the most powerful things people can do. Because then you can start to critically think about things. You can examine things like looking at the the pandemic and all this hoax. When you start to ask questions, you go four or five levels deep with questions on anybody, including yourself. You will get some very revealing answers. And you will find as well that all these shysters that are running local governments and national governments have no answers to give beyond one or two because they don't know what they're doing anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, questions really. And you know, using mind maps and stuff like that, you start to develop your own thoughts and your own processes. But questions are critical. You get the questions right and uh, life will reveal its secrets to you. So I'm asking um, a question. I hope life will reveal how do I change my car to operate in a different, (laughs) with different fuel. What are you driving? Um, I have to ask my husband uh, for the year, you know, Mm -hmm. the the model, what year, but we did, we did buy um, an older technology. um, Uh truck mm-hmm. because we didn't want it to be you know electronic we didn't have we didn't yeah. want to have anything ele- electronic um, mm-hmm. on it i'll ask the year <clears throat> yeah. it's uh but it runs on diesel uh-huh. okay yeah well if you if you send me a message because i don't really want to be talking too much about that because it'll no. flag things around me but i'll send you a message on how to do it i can do something better because my husband is coming to to england uh this friday Okay. I can send him to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tie a bow. <laughs> Adrian, this is Matt. <laughs> Where's he coming Educate to? Him. Um, he's coming to London because he's trying to sell um, uh, a house he, he has in uh, Notting Hill. Okay, yeah. Uh, we'll see if the sale goes through. It's problematic. Yeah. In any in any case, he wants to pack the, you know, all the furniture and everything and ship them to, to Greece. And then he stays for um, around two weeks. He wants to visit his um, mother. Also, she's in uh, she's in uh, West uh, England in um, Somerset. Oh yeah, in Somerset. Yeah, I went through there about a month, well, probably three weeks back when we went out to Cornwall for a week. Beautiful place. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's um, that's the idea. Yeah, I, I can show him, you know, how I do it, what I'm doing. It's not difficult. So you don't need to be an engineer to to do it. You just need to basically understand 
Yeah, I mean, it kind of it kind of helps a little bit if you can if you can fix things and put things together. And there's different ways of doing it. And there's you know just there's videos you can watch, there's stuff you can read. It's not complex. Mm. I, I spend a fair bit of money on the kit because I wanted to do it right and I wanted to do it at a different scale for myself and my family and friends. Um, but yeah, there's ways of doing it. You can do all sorts. I mean, you know, I, I've had old diesels in the past that we've run on aviation fuel, kerosene, central heating oil. All sorts of different things that they aren't supposed to run on because you're not paying the tax on them, but they run just fine on them. And do you think that we will continue having, um, you know, supply uh, of kerosene and you know heating oil and all the stuff? I mean, I don't know. I'm not using that anymore anyway. So <laughs> using different stuff. <laughs> okay. So um, you you talked about um, linguistics. Oh yeah. Okay. Language. Yeah. The yeah. One of the interesting things is one of the first things they teach you at school is how to spell, which means you're casting magic spells as soon as you can spell. <laughs> <laughs> and then they broadcast, which is another thing that the witches do is they cast spells. So they broadcast information to you through the television and they sit you down on the television, which is lying to you anyway. But what are you watching on there? You're watching programs. Well, programs are a set of instructions, isn't it? So you're being programmed. And you're watching channels on the television, and channeling is another thing about talking with the dead. So there's all this stuff in plain sight that a lot of people just haven't noticed yet. And they go, oh, okay, that's interesting when you start to point it out and you start to look at it. So linguistics are really important. And I think one of the, the powerful things with it is words can change your whole physiology. You know, I remember watching Tony Robbins years ago before I met him, and he was saying there's a big difference in, the, in your physical body and your feelings when between someone stabbing you in the back or someone giving you a rough time. So you learn how to use linguistics differently. And also the, there's, very, there's a lot of importance in using the right word to describe what's actually going on. Mm. Like they're busy calling this a, a vaccine. Well, it's not a vaccine. It's, it's an injection. You know, so you call it by an injection. So it's about, you know, back to the questions again, am I using the right language to figure out what's actually going on here? Because when you start to get the right words and descriptions around things, things become a lot clearer, I found. Yeah, you reminded me of um, a podcast Tom Cowan uh, did a few weeks ago, talking about one of the reasons um, people get uh, Alzheimer's is that um, they don't speak the truth. So, you know, the brain forms um, different, uh, the wrong pathways. Yes. Because we think and speak lies, Mm -hmm. even even when we over-exaggerate, or we under, you know, we understating something. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not correct. It's not the correct information. So our brain doesn't work in, a, you know, in a, in a proper, I don't know, modality. Let's say. So the first, yeah, the first thing he said is just stop lying. Yeah. Well, also look at all the woke community and all the things that you're supposed to not say because it might offend someone. We're being encouraged to lie all the time. Yeah. You know, all the the multi gender stuff and everything like that. You know, and if you're curious about your gender, have a look down. And if something's hanging down, you're a fella. And if it doesn't, you're probably a woman. <laughs> it's not difficult. <laughs> but by the way, I do say it like I see it. <laughs> I see something hanging, guy. <laughs> yep, fella. Even if you want to identify something else, I'm going to refer to you as a fella because I can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Was it in England? Was it in England that they, they jailed someone because... On Twitter, he offended a transgender person. I wouldn't be surprised. And like in mm-hmm. Wales, they're teaching the children all sorts of disgusting nonsense. Oh, it but, came. Uh, it came to to the UK, eh? yeah. The whole. Uh, yeah. So where we were, we're back to being encouraged to lie because you're not supposed to speak your mind, and you don't have to do it in an unpleasant way. But you should be able to express yourself and have a discussion and explore topics. Yeah. How do you navigate that? Um, I. I guess you need to get over the, um, your fear. We have a lot of fear of uh, consequences. I've learned to fear proper consequences rather than made-up ones that have been popped into my mind. And that goes back to, again, asking questions. I, I'm constantly inquiring, are these my thoughts? Or have these thoughts been programmed into me somewhere along my life's path? So does, you can navigate it. Just speak to people. You know, and, and find out why they're being upset. I ask them, is that something you thought about or is that something that's been dropped in your head when you weren't paying attention? And we have quite an interesting discussion from that. Mm. You find that people actually can um, distinguish between what's theirs and uh, what's not. 
We'll be back after a quick break. Welcome to the Alchemy of Natural Healing. I'm your host, Laurel Dewey. True healing is an alchemical process, meaning it must transform you on all levels, body, mind, and spirit. What affects one affects all three. True healing is one of the hardest journeys you'll ever travel, but it's one of the most rewarding and fulfilling when you get to meet yourself for the first time. If you're ready to take that journey, let's get started. If they're in the right, I mean, this is an, another interesting thing. You've got to be in the right place. You've got to be open. You've got to be inquiring. You've got to be thinking about stuff. Otherwise, probably not. But more and more people are starting to work out that actually things are dreadfully wrong. And that the, I mean, this is an interesting thing. The public servant, serve means that you're actually doing things to help someone, doesn't it? So you're the master is asking the servant what to do. So how is it a public servant can tell you and I what to do? Have they forgotten the meaning of the word? Should they be put back in their place or should they be evicted from office because they're incapable of serving? Or is it because they're serving another master? I guess it's the, the latter. They're serving... Um, exactly. You know, what, what we call government, you know, that the people... In- well, yeah, there's higher things way beyond government. They're just they're, they're the front thing to keep the things hidden in the background. Definitely. Yeah, the people are open if you ask questions. And I, I probe with questions all the time. And if people want to have a discussion, we can. And if they don't, I'll leave them alone. Mm. And you are right about consequences. It's the ability to, because everyone's so intelligent, but they've been dumbed down at school. They've been dumbed down with fluoride in the water. They've been dumbed down with stuff in the food. They're intelligent. All they have to do is start thinking for themselves and taking lines of inquiry and working with it. And all the intelligence, it'll come flooding back because they're connected to it all anyway. But people are frightened of thinking, I found, and they don't want to think about consequences because the consequences frighten them. Yes. There's a fine line, Maria, between getting frozen by fear and that's one of the problems i think with the we have with the the so-called truth movement the alternative media right now is that in many ways they're doing a lot of damage by bringing information to people's minds because it's terrifying people you know and that there's a balance in there where you offering solutions making people certainly aware they need to be aware of what's going on so they can avoid the consequences of that but i, I think if we spend too much time focused on the fear we just become another part of the fear trauma-based mind control system yeah inadvertently not meaning to be because we want to we want to share knowledge and information that's one of the reasons why i changed the direction of my channel and the frequency of it a while back so that we start talking more about solutions and ideas and what's going on we still mix the other stuff in there but there's more you know you can do this this person did this this person was sick with this and they tried to do that that kind of thing we need to be mindful of that i think yeah definitely from all the people that that i have talked to so far by the way you're doing a great job thank you (laughs) Everybody's, um, let's say, optimistic, but not, you know, uh, lightly optimistic. Mm-hmm. They're realistically uh, optimistic. Mm-hmm. They, they clearly see, see something. They, they sense something uh, mm-hmm. positive mm-hmm. In, uh, in all this. Mm-hmm. And of course, no, no one has a timeline. No one can say, uh, you know, how things will um, evolve mm-hmm. and how soon things will happen. Mm-hmm. But they all have this understanding that um, when we say that people are waking up, they really mean it. Mm-hmm. They really see something mm-hmm. um, meaningful, mm-hmm. something meaningful. Do you see that? Because me here in uh, in Greece, I don't really see something, you know, Yeah, I, I, substantial. I, I think it depends on the day, really. Mm. And then, you know, where, where I happen to be moving around and circulating that day, I'm optimistic i think there's there's a lot of rough unpleasant stuff still to come but i think you know i've always been optimistic anyway and what i find is that what you focus on you get so i don't want to create a reality i don't want to be involved in by focusing on a lot of unpleasant stuff i'm aware of it and i'm taking plans to say all right there's going to be food shortages what can we do here and we don't have enough you know if there's going to be energy shortage what can we do here and we're not really anywhere near reliant but i can keep going for a little while so we can figure something out mm-hmm. but yeah I, I think overall there are there are so many more people now that I'm able to have a conversation with on all sorts of levels than I could say 20, 25 years ago when I, I started walking away from it all when I realized it was a crock of nonsense that, you know, most people really thought I'd lost my mind and I probably had. Now you can actually have conversations with people and I've got people coming back to me now that, you know, called me all sorts of names under the sun. I used to laugh with them and at them two years ago and all of a sudden now they're like, actually, you're onto something. 
I said, no, I'm not. I'm just explained how I see it. But, you know, my viewpoint's only where I stand looking around my life from the view of the hill I've climbed up on. And people need to climb up on their own hills and have a look around, and they'll, they'll get a feel for what's going on too. And I think there's a lot of people, Maria, that would, would love to talk more about it, but they're frightened to, lest anyone says anything or thinks badly of them, or they, might, they think they might get punished because they're still in this mindset that someone's going to come bashing through the door and lock them up. I sense denial, mm. and they outwardly um, say it. You know, I don't want to think of you know these um, yeah. bad things. Yeah. Well, you do know it's easier to con someone than to convince someone they've been conned. Yes. You know, and there's a lot of people I think will find themselves in that position, and and we we could be, and we should be, I feel, there to support them and help them through that. Uh, I had a conversation yesterday with my mother, and we were discussing about uh, what we're saying now. And she told me, uh, you know, Maria, I, 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 I can't handle it. I, I, I can't. Uh, you know, you're telling me, you know, where things are going, and uh, I don't want to think about it. I, you know, I, I can't stand it. And uh, you know, it's it's uh, fearful. It makes me, you know, frightened. And I told her, you know what? We don't have to discuss, uh, uh, you know, with fear. We we don't. I don't have to inform you mm-hmm. about, you know, basic things that the, not that they are going to happen, that they have already happened. I mean, they have started. And you, you know, I I get you frightened. Uh, you can you can change that definition, and instead of saying, "Well, that makes me fearful," you can say to yourself, "That makes me." Um, stronger, wiser, mm-hmm. um, more, you know, better informed. Mm-hmm. So now I can do something. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, you know, now I have, uh, you know, then the information to actually do something. So it's not, it's not based on fear. It's based of, I don't know what I call it, knowledge, um, um, foresight. Well, so you can prepare. Prepare preparation is not um, out of fear. It's yeah. out of, you know, yeah. Well, information. I think. There's a couple of things to consider because I think you're right that we we live in a in a, in a a realm that frequency and vibration are everything, and you know we sense vibration through all of our senses. So eyesight, hearing, smell, taste, touch—they're all vibrational decoders. And if you you've also got a flow of energy coming through you all the time, life energy, life force. And when you feel fear, or when you feel bad, any kind of negative emotion. You're cutting yourself off from that energy. That's what you're sensing, I think. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking at a subject and you're feeling bad about it, one of the things that I've learned how to do is to change my view of it, step inside it, behind it, above it, below it, keep moving around it and ask myself, how can I view this in a way that actually supports me so I can do something with it? Mm -hmm. And you start to, which is what you were saying, look at it a different way. But I ask the questions to find out what works for me because the approach it quite often is never the same, but I have to keep moving around it till I find a way to look at it. And sometimes it's it's too big a jump to get from where I am to feeling good again. So I'll go off and do something else and focus on something that makes me feel great, like thinking about my daughters as an example, or being out in nature or you know, going for a walk, meditating, whatever it is, so that from that place of feeling good on that subject, I can then start to look back at the other subjects. I'm in a much better place to start eliciting better answers, more useful information for myself. So it's as if you're taking um, a little break, yes. let's say. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if, if, but it's like I said to someone the other day, if you, if you're like you're sat and you're hiding behind your sofa watching a film that fucking terrifies you and you go, I hate this. Why don't you just change the channel or walk out the damn room? <laughs> Put yourself in a better place, then come back and do something different. Yeah. Yeah. So um, how old are your daughters? Uh, 32 and 30. And they're in a good place. Yeah, yeah they, they, they live up in the Lake District, which is lovely. And uh, one of them's been vaccine damaged since she was three. Um, and we're oh, still no. working through that. She still has, you know, constant pain, basically. But it's it's more managed now than before. Is it like an autoimmune uh, thing? Neurological thing? What? It's neurological more than anything, yeah. Yeah, and there's other physical issues that come as a result of that. And then she experimented with some surgery, and that didn't work out so well because the cut, poison, and burn brigade aren't very good at what... Well, actually, no, I'm going to say they're not very good at what they do. They're extremely good at making suffering and causing death. That That's basically what goes on. They're not very good at what they say they are, which is to do with health. When you found out what's going on with um, vaccines... Um... And I'm not talking about the, the injections now. I'm talking about, you know, the childhood um, oh, yeah. vaccines. Mm-hmm. When you found out uh, what they really are and what they do, mm-hmm. 
Did you feel any, any guilt in the beginning as a parent that you were not informed yep. when you had to be? Yeah. Well, I had been informed, but I'd been ill-informed. Yes. Yeah. Which is yeah. funny because I put a video up about, you know, how, how can you make informed consent when you've not been informed? And that video lasted about three yeah, days. <laughs> it didn't last long at all. It got taken down for medical misinformation. I'm, I'm uh, sorry when you put it up. Yeah. yeah, it was funny, that one. Yeah. yeah. So you can't even read their information off their website and then do, you know, a few other things with it. So, but yeah, I did, I did, I did go through that. But then, you know, we're all in the same place. We've all been grossly misled for the sake of some profit. And what other agendas and issues they might be trying to serve up. But, you know, you can't, you can't live there. You've got to say, okay, well, I've done that. So let's move on and let's see what we can do to put things right. Yes. Yeah. I... I vaccinated my my son when he was three. At least I was, you know, wise enough not to vaccinate him when he was two months old. Yeah. I waited. Mm -hmm. But I did give him one vaccination. I think it was uh, meningitis, I think. And afterwards, of course, I found out what's going on. Thank God, you know, he didn't, he hasn't developed any mm -hmm. major, mm -hmm. I don't know, anything. But I, even that, even that one shot that I gave him, it made me feel so bad, mm -hmm. like a failure as a parent, mm -hmm. you know, that I'm here to protect him and I poisoned him. But you, that, that's, that was what you were sold. You were sold, you aren't protecting him unless you do this. That's the manipulation. No, that's not an excuse for me because I was suspicious. I, I was suspicious. That's why I didn't vaccinate him, you know, when he was two weeks old. Mm -hmm. I, had an, um, I had a sensation. I had a feeling. I, I, mm -hmm. I knew something was, uh, was up. Mm -hmm. I think maybe that's that's even the game mm -hmm. that they that they want you to to, to go through mm -hmm. the, the 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 feeling of failure as a parent because if even if you're not informed about um, vaccinations and you do have um, vaccine injured uh, kids you still feel um, guilty mm -hmm. because you are the parent you're supposed to protect that little creature mm -hmm. and now it's so sick so you failed. Plus, you don't know why you failed yep. if you're not informed. Yep, that's right. It's, it's a vicious circle mm. that they put you through. It is, yeah, I, I've often wondered, is that their real energy source, that they need all this negative sadness, fear, unpleasantness and suffering? Is that somehow what they require, whatever they are? I don't know, because it seems to generate a lot of it. Energetically, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, it's as if they're feeding on uh, negativity, yeah? Yes. Yeah. What was that? There was a there was a film, wasn't there, about Monsters Inc. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 The more the more fear you, you know, you you cause the the more successful you are. <laughs> That's right. Until they had a kid laugh, and then that blew all the circuits, and they realised there was yes. way more energy with that. Yes. Yeah. So I thought that was an interesting message they gave in that movie. Yeah. Do you know um, a Canadian? Um, a uh, girl, she's called um, April, um, I don't remember her first name, Elizabeth, Elizabeth April. No. No. She's um, uh, one of these uh, people who claim that she's in touch with the Galactic Federation and she has, you know, she exits her body and she, she goes to the spaceship and comes back and she brings messages, important messages. I used to follow her. I don't anymore. Uh, but... Through that, I see it as nonsense uh, now, but through that nonsense, she did say something that I think it's important. She, she said that they, whoever they are, they set us up with sexual trauma from a very, very young age. Okay. So it's, it's like, uh, like a collective psychic scar that we, we carry on you know, from generation to, to generation. What do you think about that? That's probably a better question for my partner, who's a psychologist, um, because we were talking about uh, multiple personalities and how if you severely traumatize a baby and continue to do that through its life, you can end up creating thousands of different personality slivers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then you can control anybody with that which is what I think we hear about when you, people refer to the cabal and they refer to all the stuff that must be going on in the background, irrespective of whether 
you know, Q or whatever is going to be a savior and all that nonsense. Um, but th there is so much of that going on. And I think that, you know, we, we touched on it with Ludwig again, where we, we're here to heal ourselves from trauma. And I think it's so important that we do that because the outer world, our experience, whatever that is, is simply a reflection of what's going on internally in us, which is why I do so much internal work in me, because I know I'm contributing to what's going on right now and I want to change it. Yeah. So to change it, you, you do a lot of work, you know, whatever you can do to work through that, whatever processes work best for you, to to heal yourself from that, to forgive that and to forgive yourself. And I think that's hugely important. And when we get that back and the backs of resonance or resonation and frequency, that once you are on a different channel, you experience a different life. You have to. You know, when when I said you change the channel, if you change the channel, the horror movie you were watching still exists, but you're now involved in and immersed in a different frequency so you're now having a different life experience so i think it's hugely important we do that and i believe that yeah as to whether it's been programmed collectively or it's something that we're going through i don't know so i don't fully understand how cold understand how consciousness works because we're all individuals and yet at the same time we're all part of a large collective yeah i'm gonna um, i'm gonna end this session i'm gonna send you um, another link i would like to discuss uh, about the nature of reality what's your understanding we hear so many different uh, things. So um, I'm going to send you another link, all right? Okay. I might not be able to answer that question, but I'll do my best. <laughs> yeah, we all do our best, hopefully. See you okay. in a sec. Thanks. See you in a sec, yeah. Bye. Okay, the nature of reality. Yeah. What's your journey? I, I, I can briefly tell you my journey. So okay. I started with David Icke. Mm -hmm. I was very immersed into that new age. Um, you know, we're all we're all one and uh, uh we are god-like and we need to find um you know we, we are god ourselves you know in, in in a good way not 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 in an evil way yeah um and uh i didn't want um i didn't want people to teach my uh my son to believe in you know the christian side mm -hmm. of god mm -hmm. i wanted to talk about you know the universe mm -hmm and the earth and the life force i didn't want to use the word god but that was that was a positive thing this this message of um you know we are divine creatures and um we are godlike and god is in nature and, and is everywhere around us and that was very positive mm -hmm. i don't anymore i i can't tell you that i have formulated a clear um a clear notion of what god is and who is he and what are we and what are what is our um, stands mm -hmm. on this earth but i don't believe that anymore and i don't believe that anymore because i see what's happening i see what's happening around us from all these people who believe that mm -hmm. and they're striving towards self-actualization in mm -hmm. that sense in the sense that i just uh, described mm -hmm. what's what's your understanding it's it's not that different to your own I think we have a massive impact on, well, I know we have a massive impact on what we actually experience in our reality based on what we focus on with emotion and feeling. Mm -hmm. um, and the, the the realm, the hologram, whatever this is, responds to that experientially. And you know, I know that when I had all those problems back in my life uh, that I said I wouldn't really touch on, where, well, I'll, I'll give you a very quick, non-detailed summary. I had, um, I knew things weren't right. My mother, I watched her be basically tortured over 10 years with brain cancer while they tried all sorts of experiments and then left her, left her to die, which is what started my journey on health and trying to figure it out. I had a business where there was an inquiry, a fraud inquiry that went on for two and a half years and I was arrested like 17 times and a whole bunch of other nonsense went on. And that's where I started to learn more about, you know, how to protect yourself from this system and you're not actually part of it if you don't want to be. And then I had a breakdown as well. So all those things, they all coalesced over a three-month period. Actually, it was really uh, exciting not. But I wouldn't change any of it because it, it helped me go inside myself. And there was a lot of drugs, a lot of alcohol to try and figure stuff out to stop myself from exploding even further or imploding, actually. But it, it gave me a much deeper feeling for things. Um, so I know that we, because I, I was then preparing for the worst and the worst kept happening. I thought, shit, this is so good that I've managed to prepare for that. What else could go wrong? I'd picture it in my head, I'd get so worked up about it, and then I'd prepare for it, and then the fucking thing had happened. So I worked out, you can actually drive yourself into the ground like a big screw, and you can go a long way in. 
but then you can also come back out. Like a self-fulfilling prophecy, you mean? Exactly. You yes. know, so we, we talk about authority and people say, well, they're an authority figure. No, they're not. You're the author of your life. It's your life story. So tell your story. Yeah. Author it. And, and so when I work that out, then it does seem to respond to it. But there's a big time delay. You've frozen as well. Did I? Uh, sorry. Yeah. The, the, your screen froze, which was interesting. Mm. It's like you can... Uh, <laughs> that's like, okay that shocked her <laughs> <laughs> literally <laughs> you know so you're the authority of your own life and you should live it but it does respond to you but there seems to be a time delay it doesn't respond instantly which is probably not a bad thing because there are certain things that have gone on in the world where you think i could kill them and you people will be dying all over the place especially when you're driving around in your car and people are doing stupid things but it's if you learn to work with that I think you'll see more going on. But there's another side to this. If you if you look at what well, I keep referring to them as they, and I don't like to because that it disassociates them and you know, there are problems there, which is why we're experiencing that. And there always seems to be this dialectic of it's either us or them, it's either this or that. And there's much more choices than that. So I'm losing my train of thought on that now. The but they're they're very focused with their secret societies and their rituals on how to create reality, and they get us to create the reality for them, which is why they broadcast their spells on the television. And we're immersed in that all the time, all this fear of threat of nuclear this and all the rest of it, so that they can harness the direction we're going to take it. But we can do that ourselves anyway. So so reality seems to respond to it. As to, as to what God is, I sense a connection to something greater, but I just don't know what it is. I, I, you know, I've got a good feeling for my relationship with it, and I can commune that way with that part of myself, because I think we are connected through that. But as to, you know, I, I, I can't put, it's like trying to describe something where you haven't got the words. It's yeah. very hard to do. Yeah, but I'm yeah, aware yeah. of something and I nurture that and I respect that and I revere it because I think it's important because when I've turned my back on my relationship with that, things don't work as well and they're not as smooth because there's intuitions and there's knowledge and information coming that way. It's almost like there's a higher you connected through this experience you're having feeding information to you. And as to what that's part of, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, the big uh, giveaway for me is um, that people um, are afraid to use the word God. They need to describe it with different words, whatever yes. whatever their understanding of God is. Yeah. Yeah. They're refraining from using the word God. And if they do, by accident, very quickly they try to, you know, say some, to correct it. And yeah. I, I also did that. And I caught myself doing that. Um, this summer, for example, I my second interview was with uh, Steve O'Connor. Mm-hmm. And I, with him, I, I used the, the word God, I think. And then immediately I said, or the universe or whatever that is. I had to correct myself yeah. as if saying God yeah. is very bad and I shouldn't say that. And, it, you know, it triggers people or whatever, or it triggers me. But is that part of the programming? Yeah. So that was, that was the giveaway. I mean, why people are afraid to, to use the word God? Yeah. What, what is it with God that we should... Stay away. It's an interesting thought process. But yeah, it, it's for me, it's part of the programming. It's, it's like all this woke stuff. You don't want to say this because people might think that. And it's trying to find what is the correct word. And I think one of the problems going back to linguistics is somehow we've been dropped into this realm to use language. And language is grossly inefficient at describing anything, particularly English, I think. You know, if you try and describe the color red or, you know, love, how do you express how do you express that in words? It's difficult because it's not really suitable for it. How do you express it, the feeling? You know, so I, I think one of the issues we have is we're trying to express concepts and the words don't fit properly. They don't work properly. Mm, yeah. Yes, that's a problem in communication. Yeah. In under in your own um, um, understanding, though. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, we do think with words, so it's. Um, we think more in with images, I think, and scent and sensations. Yeah. Yes. 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 It's it's like um like a. F- you know, if I said to the word house, you don't write house across the inside of your mind, do you? You, you picture a house. Yes. Yes. That's correct. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. But as to why we don't want to use that word, I don't know. I shy away from it because it just doesn't feel like the right word. But that could be because I was brought up in a, you know, a very Catholic household and we had to go to church every Sunday and there was Sunday school and I resented the whole thing as to why this was yeah. being forced upon me and why I had to look to this external figure 
at the front of the church all the time for guidance and I had to go and tell him when I'd been bad and what's that about? Yes, yes. Maybe that's the programming. Mm. Maybe that's the programming mm. that we associated God with um, the church. Yeah, that inserted itself between you and your relationship with what you should be related to, not through them, but they can't control you if you don't have that relationship with them. Exactly, yes. Exactly that, yeah. Yeah. And we know that, um, you know, the first centuries um, AD, there was no official church. You didn't need the church. You didn't need a man-made um, organization to intervene between you and God. You had a direct relationship with him through Christ, um, you know, for Christians. Yeah. And and now, now you have to go through the the church edifice. Yeah. And if, when I say God, it means that I, um, you know, I subscribe to whatever the church men yeah. are teaching about God. Yeah, and that's where I have a problem. Bullshit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it, even when you said about we we know that you you look at history. His story, it's all been rewritten. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. If you can find yes. old books, which are really hard to find, the information is different in them. Everything's been changed. The history on the internet's being rewritten right now. Everything is. Yes, they do. You know, so that there's, you know, and I'm always asking myself, what's the reason for that? What's coming next? I'm also curious what what was happening back then that we can't find out because we don't have the source. <laughs> yeah. Well, you look look at the, the stuff about like Tartaria and all the energy systems and how that whole society that was everywhere, you know, and you see you see elements of it in the architecture even now. Yeah. Even that might be um, a psyop. They say. Have you um, have you watched um, Iwaranon? Uh, was his uh, name? Uh, mm -hmm. What on? Uh, what on earth uh, happened? Yeah. So he uh, he uh, recently came out and said, "I I realized that Tartaria is a psyop. Um, that uh, humans were able to build these yeah. um, these buildings. We we didn't need um, you know another civilization. We we could do that on our own." And he found you know he's showing now um, information and photos and uh, yeah. books and stuff that. Here, these great cathedrals, yeah. we can build them. Yeah. We yeah. could, and we, we still can. Yeah. So even Tartaria, I don't know whether it's... Um... Who knows? And, and this is the real key with all of this stuff. When we talked about asking questions, you've also got to keep a very open mind to things, to, to explore things, and to have meaningful discussions like this, where you're touching on subjects, where you're trying and you're searching for answers and information, and you're you're gathering other views so that you can say, well, is my view right? Because the more views you have of the territory, you have a more accurate map you can triangulate from that. Mm. And that's one of the things I'd encourage people to do is get out and start fucking talking to people and have proper conversations again. And none of this nonsense where you read the headline and you dismiss it. Dig into it. Really dig into it. Yeah. And see, where and you see go. what makes sense. Let's see what makes sense for you. Yeah. And because don't forget that the view from here, sorry for over talking, the view right now okay. in this moment could change as, as as you know the guy you just mentioned he's changing some stuff now he's refining his view in yes. my book on health I, i've had to rewrite whole sections of that in the last two years as i've got further into this and explored more i've gone like like immune system i can there was so many references to immune system in the book and I, I asked myself a question one day well what's your immune system and i couldn't answer it and i thought well maybe there isn't one <laughs> Maybe there isn't. Maybe there's just a waste disposal and metabolic waste products and toxic delivery, you know, disposal system to get stuff out of the way, and that's it. And then yeah. everything made sense at that point, and the whole system works. I had to rewrite big sections of the book on that, which is why I made the book a live book, so you constantly get, you get updates when I change things. Who said that the simplest explanation is uh, most probably the true one? That's right, Occam's Razor. Yeah, Occam's Razor, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I also want to talk to you about um, Flat Earth. Okay. Talk. And? <laughs> talk. <laughs> right. I, I, I've, I've read enough stuff and I've watched enough stuff to be 100% certain it's not what we've been taught it is. And why they start teaching you that from a very early age about the solar system, the dinosaurs and all the rest of it, there must be a good reason for that. As to whether it's a flat plane like some people talk about or we are part of something much, much bigger, I've got no idea. Mm. And I don't really know how to find out, but I'm, I'm mm. convinced we're not on a spinning ball 
you know, going at several hundred thousand miles an hour or whatever. And, you know, the whole thing doesn't make any sense. But I don't know whether it's a flat plane or it's a much, much bigger plane, a huge one. I don't know. But the, the whole, the, the, it, it resonates well enough with me that I give it a, a lot of credence. But as I said, I've got no evidence to say, yeah, it's a flat disc. It might be something else. Yeah. What about you? Same. Yeah. Exactly the same. Yeah. And how how did, um, if it did, change your... Um... Right. Okay. First of all, I'd never... You're everything. <laughs> it does, it does yeah. change everything because it... it, mm. it, it a lot of lies are built around that. Um, and I think there, there was a change for me right around the time that, you know, the COVID-19 psyop came along, that everything that I'd been taught, I thought, I wonder if it's a lie. That's why I was taught it. And everything I've learned in my life has actually been quite true because I've had to go and search for the information, which comes back to self-reliance, self-responsibility and asking questions. So I then decided, you know what, it's probably worth taking everything on every subject I've ever looked at and chucking it out the window and starting again. Yeah. And then one day I was talking with someone about that and we were having a laugh and a joke about it. And I said, yeah, but what if? What if there's something to it? So I started doing some digging and then Flat Earth Dave, who you've had on your show, reached out to me and we had a chat primarily about NASA and stuff, not a space agency. And we, it, I, I did more digging prior to that. And I thought, yeah, they're onto something. So that really was the point for me, was I decided to empty my head of everything I've been taught and to re-educate myself on all subjects, history, everything. The problem with history that I find is that we don't, we, I can't trust any, any source anymore. Yeah, it's a story, that's all. So even the people who debunk, you know, the mainstream history, yep. even that, I don't know whether it's... Uh, yeah, well, I'll I tell you what I've, I've said. Yeah, what I, I've, and what's a fact? A fact is only something agreed on by two or more people. You know, according to the law or the legal system or the law. So I think what I found is useful is I, I, I inquire with questions and you keep digging with questions and you go as far as you can possibly go. And I have loads. I have a book full of questions that I wait for answers on. Um, and I have loads and loads of mind maps. And if people haven't looked at mind maps, it's one of the best way for capturing information and thinking and, and doing all the rest of it. But if I'm looking at a subject, I, I pay a lot of attention to my feelings. You know, I was taught as a kid at school, don't ask questions. So I kept asking them and stop daydreaming. So I kept daydreaming and stop being so touchy feely about things. So I, I, I did actually for a long time just live in my head. And that was a big mistake because that's the trap. So I, I, I give credence to stuff. If I feel something's right, if it resonates with me, I will give it more attention. So like the, the flat earth stuff, for example, or the history stuff, there's elements that do resonate with me. And there's elements I think, no, nah, it's not for me. Mm -hmm. So I pay attention to not just what I'm thinking about, what I'm asking for, what I'm studying, but also how I'm feeling about the whole thing. So I'm trying to employ this entire outfit that I've been given to experience this life through. And so that, that to me works. So yeah, there's elements of history where I'm, I'm like, I'm not sure, you know, the Tartarian stuff. Yeah, you, you just don't know. But clearly that structure, structural stuff was here and something's gone on to change it. And something's gone on as to why we've been dumbed down and we've forgotten how to do that and how we create really ugly architecture now compared to what we used to create. Yes. So th there's all sorts gone on. So I, you, but paying attention really to me, to my, I, I trust my gut instinct with people. Yeah. Like I'll I, tell you why. Sorry, uh, finish your uh, thought. I, I was going to say, so that, that's one of the reasons we're talking is because I trust my instincts about what I've seen of you. And I thought, yeah, I'll go for that interview as I turned five others down already this week. Oh, thank you. Because I don't have that. I don't. I don't sense that connection about where you're trying to go and what you're trying to do. From the other people, I had that from you, and I thought, yeah, we'll have a nice chat with this. This will be cool. I don't know. I feel I'm I'm, I'm collecting information and see yeah. what resonates exactly. Yeah, and you're a signpost as well. That's what I've tried to be. Is I keep telling people, for fuck's sake, don't think like me. Think your own way, right? And become a signpost so I can look at you and you can point things out that I can't see from where I'm stood. So the more of us that are signposting stuff and saying, take a look at this. What do you think of that? Mm. That, that? that, I think, is how we'll get through a lot faster with this. But yeah, pay attention to what resonates with you. Yes. I want to um, say one last thing about um, Tartaria and why maybe it is a PSYOP or, or, or sort of. Um, so Iwar um, says that see the connection between the globalists, the idea mm -hmm. behind globalism, you know, one government, one nation, yeah, yeah, one religion, yeah, 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 one... Yeah. And one um, civilization, one great civilization that did 
miracles, you know. What what if that's what So that's the con that's the connection. What if the globalists are trying to recreate that but they've twisted it and it's got all out of shape? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Don't know. I I, I don't know. I'm I'm still digging. Uh, I don't know. That's the key. Keep digging, keep asking questions, and that that, that it will reveal itself eventually. It has to. On very few things, I I think I have uh, formulated an uh, an opinion on uh, on viruses. Okay. Uh, on biology. Uh huh. On um, the flat Earth. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm fairly certain that there are no viruses. There is no. There is the contagion doesn't happen the way they taught us that it's happening. That, that's that's one. No, I, I actually don't think contagion happens at all. Um, <laughs> I, maybe the bioresonance thing maybe does happen yep. because we do see in you know well, in actually, the household even even if it's environmental I don't know yeah. you know we're all exposed. Speaking of which, that's a bioresonance device. Oh, what is it? I don't. It's a bioresonance device, so it's it's playing a frequency or different frequencies to do different things because. I have this. <laughs> the Q link. I mean this one. Where is it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is white. Mine is white. <laughs> I lost my white one. <laughs> I still got it. <laughs> See that it, it, it's yeah, bioresonance frequency. You know, people in the household get sick, but not at the same time. Sometimes they get sick. Sometimes they don't. There's all sorts that go on that make you think it could be contagion. But yes, the more I've looked at it, they've never been able to prove it. No, never, never, never. You know, so if they can't prove it, something's going on. So I'm fairly certain that yeah. this model is completely wrong. Yeah. I'm fairly certain that the Earth is not a globe. Yep. I don't know what it is, but it's not a globe. Yep. Uh, curiously enough, um, my son believes in on flat Earth, and mm-hmm. he asked his uh, friend, they're six, six years old, and he asked him, um, I won't say the name of the kid, uh, so... Uh, do you think uh, the Earth is a sphere? Or do you think the Earth is um, uh, is flat? And the, the other little kid said, "Yeah, it's flat." <laughs> yeah. You know, he looked around yeah. and he said, "Yeah, it's flat." <laughs> so if they didn't educate us that it's a globe, we would never think that it's a globe. Right. Here's another interesting point. I'm glad you mentioned that because one of the things I'd written down is that we they they spend all of their time trying to convince you that what you're seeing hearing and feeling isn't accurate is wrong mm. it's what they're telling you is accurate and people are yeah. running around so don't trust your senses exactly and they're all running around with these little devices in their hands staring into them and reality's being projected to them to experience how sad but it, it is sad, but it's also very exciting because it's far better that we realize and know what's going on and we can bring an end to it rather than getting sucked into the machines forever, which is where it looks like they want to take it. But you're right. If you use your senses and look around, you'll realize what's going on. Mm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And not just with a flat earth, with almost everything. Yep. With almost everything. You, yeah. you have a sense. Trust it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We don't know how to trust it. I mean... Well, Pay attention to the animals. We've been disconnected. We've been disconnected. Yeah. From okay. day one. Get your shoes and socks off and go walk on the earth. Go stand in the running water. Watch what the animals do. Pay attention to nature and how it operates because you're part of that, and become you know part of it again, and you'll start to find your way. Yes. So simple, you know, simple things. Life is yeah. so simple. Yeah. Well, it's like health. There's, there's only four ways you get sick. Address them and you don't get sick very often. And if you do, you're just getting rid of toxins anyway. You, you, got, you either have physical damage, you have toxicity, which could be toxic thinking, toxic relationships, the stuff in the air, the stuff in the water, plenty of stuff in the food, uh, electromagnetic frequencies, electromagnetic radiation. You have nutritional deficiency and you have stress and that's it. Mm. Now, you, you deal with those things. And I mean, people say, well, you still get sick. Of course I do, because I'm exposed to all the shit around me. Yes. You know, but I know what to do with it and I support it. So like October last year, I I normally have my seasonal detox event, which people call the flu, normally goes on anywhere from a few hours to a day or two. I was ill for 17 days. Wow. It was bizarre. I was so weak in the end. I couldn't even walk up. the. It must have been COVID, uh, Adrian. Yeah, right. Excuse me. Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Not you, but the whole idea of that. Only only COVID does that. Absolutely. It's long COVID. Yeah, mm. yeah, really. Yeah, it was long COVID because I couldn't even walk up the stairs. 
seriously, it took me half an hour to get up the stairs to go lie down, but I kept with it, kept fasting, kept all the, I was done like 10,000 milligrams a day of vitamin C. And when I got to the end of it, the strange thing was, I, I was talking to my daughters and I said, I feel like I'm in a different body. My sense of smell's different. My sense of taste is different. My, my skin feels different. Everything feels different. It's like everything's been cleaned out, which is good. And then I had another one about, when was it now? It must've been late July. I got this spot that appeared on my arm that got bigger and bigger and bigger. Then another one on my wrist and all down my side. And it looked almost like chicken pox, but it wasn't. It wasn't shingles. I don't know what it was. And that went on for about 12, 14 days as well, then suddenly stopped. It was monkey pox, Adrian. Was it? You mean yes. I had the whole lot? Yes, you had all of it. I had no idea. <laughs> well, that means I must be immune to everything now then. Uh, no, because they, 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 they change, so you can get them again. <laughs> You're not informed. You're not informed. Here, come to me. I'll inform you. Okay, Dr. Maria, thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, what do you think? What do you think happened the last um, couple of years? Maybe, maybe not a couple of years. Maybe just one year after twenty one, twenty two. Uh, what I think happened was we witnessed the biggest hypnosis and mind control event ever unleashed on people. Uh, wh- why do we get you know uh, sick? Well, yeah, there's, definitely. There's... I mean, I mean, why now? Why now? Seventeen days to get rid of you know. Um, why 17 days of detoxification? It must have been some a, a different type of um, toxicity, something uh, harder. Well, no, it, it could have been, Maria. Or, or it could have been that my body chose that point to get rid of some stuff. Because when, when your body's trying to get rid of toxins all the time. Mm. But when you're taking too many toxins in for it to deal with, it has to store them somewhere in a place that will harm you the least, like fat tissue, for instance. Yes. All right, which is why, for example, women get breast cancer and stuff because they store stuff in the fatty tissue. Yes. So you stored it somewhere in the bones, in the joints, wherever it is. And when, because I'm constantly trying to reduce the amount of toxins taken in and and support the idea of expressing toxins all the time. So if you're at the point, and this is what I think went on, when my body goes right, I can get rid of this junk now. So now it starts to get rid of it. Now, what a lot of people choose to do is they take suppressants antibiotics, antihistamines, whatever, and they suppress that and push it back in the body, which is the worst thing I think you can do. Yeah. So what I did was I supported... And then you get cancer. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. The, um, that's interesting to look at with a view to um, voltage and pH as well. The The expression of the toxins could be a load of deep-seated stuff from years back. It could be anything. It's just that's the time it's going to come out, like what happened with my skin back in the summer. It was the time for all this junk to come out. Mm-hmm. So I let it come out. I let it do its thing. And it was pretty gross, but it did its thing and then it cleared up. Now, it's, it's funny. I, I have my, my camera is right where your face is so I can see your chin. But every once in a while, it looks like you're frozen. But she's frozen, so I have to look around to see you. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm a Greek statue. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't move. <laughs> How magnificent. <laughs> well done, you. <laughs> I wanted to ask you something very important and now I forgot it. Wow, it must have been important. That it was, it was. <laughs> It was interesting, if not important. <laughs> it may be a question I couldn't answer. No, I'm pretty sure you could answer it. Anyway, <laughs> it, it will come to me probably or not. We'll see. <laughs> Don't chase it, because if you chase it, you'll find it has... Like- ah, yes, I remember. Adrian, I remember. <laughs> go, please go and um, well, now. find... Uh, not right now, after we <laughs> hang up. Go and find out um, a video I have uploaded early in the summer, in July about um, vitamins Mm. and please watch that okay because probably supplements is another fraud big 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 fraud yeah and then i interviewed um this guy uh we did touch on vitamins again because that was you know the um, that that's why i i reached out to him yeah but then we discussed about other uh, stuff also so basically he's saying uh, that um, all, with all the research that he's done, the way vitamins are being uh, produced, mm-hmm. completely synthetic, have nothing to do with food, absolutely nothing. Yeah. And prob- they're just drugs. Yeah, that's right. It's another drug. They're just drugs that they label it uh, differently. So when we say that, you know, I took uh, vitamin C, yeah. if you mean a supplement, it's not vitamin C. But if I was eating a bag of satsumas every day? Yep, definitely. That's vitamin C. If it comes from food, yep. then that's it. I don't probably, yeah, anyway. No, it, it's, it's a very important point. And I think there's another interesting thing to look at as well. We talked about vibration of frequency, is that 
it's not so much what you do, it's how you feel about what you're doing while you do it that has the most impact on your body. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I choose now not to drink alcohol. But if you were drinking it because you were really down in the dumps or angry as hell or whatever, that will be more damaging than if you do it because you're having a really great time and it's just to lift you a little bit further and you're with great company, you're having a great conversation. You know, so it's it's being paying attention to how you're feeling about stuff all the time, I think is massively important when you're doing it. You you also mean that we can transmutate something just because we we you know we have a well I'm not sure about transmuting. I think it's about but um, we probably do that, actually. Like epigenetics. Yeah, kind of. I mean you think about like a plant. I was talking with a friend of mine yesterday about this, that a seed will have certain constituents in it. And the mm-hmm. seed will grow into something. And if you grow it in a medium with no nutrients in it, it will it will get a different level of nutrients in the major in the main plant compared to what was in the seed. So it's transmuted something into something else. And maybe that's how we operate. I don't know. But what I was really talking about was if you if you pay attention to the events that are going on around you and what you're doing during those events and how you're feeling about those events, that will have a big impact on your physical body and your emotional body as well. So like with all the 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 stuff that we're seeing right now, if you see this as a great opportunity, it will have a different impact on you than if you go through it absolutely terrified that it's the end of the world. Yeah. That's really yeah. what I wanted, the point I wanted to make with that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um, we have eight minutes. Do, do you have um, something uh, written down there on your uh, tree that it's important that we should mention it? I've actually gone through. Uh, I think we've gone through most of it. I think... If people just reconnect with themselves and reconnect with each other and get around family and friends and foster and build and nurture those relationships, and as importantly, or more importantly, probably nurture a relationship with themselves and and start to believe in yourself once again, believe in your intelligence, believe in your ability to do stuff and find your way through anything because you've made it this far. And if you've come this far, you can make it the whole way. And And just to stop paying attention to all the nonsense and find ways to disconnect yourself from it. You know, if you can grow a mouthful of food this week or this year, that's one less mouthful you're relying on this redundant, poisonous, dreadful slave system that's becoming apparent. And also, don't think it's suddenly got really bad. It has got worse, but a lot of it's been there forever anyway. It's just being exposed as we shine more light on it. Yes. Yes, that's an important um, issue. You know, and, 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 fi- and find people that can support you, that you trust, that will defend your territory, that will help you. You know, I, I spend a lot of time working with people around here and, and I've got relationships now with some really great people that we've all got our own crossover skills and unique skills so that we can stand by and help each other. And we do. You know, So if things get really unpleasant, we've got possibilities and things we can do to help each other so that we're all right. Because you can guarantee that these ignorant, stupid souls that are making decisions that people are following, they, they've not got your best interests at heart. You know, they're serving another paymaster. Well, why are you listening to them? If they walk into your place of business, why are you serving them? You know, ostracize them, get rid of them. You don't have to follow them. You don't have to pay any attention to them. They're nothing anyway. Become the author, author, the authority in your own life. Tell your own story. Enjoy your life, experience your life. Those are the kind of things I say to people a lot lately that believe in yourself because you're here and you're fine. Just crack on. Yes, and uh, maybe we should also reevaluate what's important. Uh, about life because if you if you want to be if you want to disconnect from uh, if you want to offer your own life but you still have if you still want to write a book according to what um you know um external powers uh, tell you that uh, life is all about what i mean is you can disconnect if you still want to enjoy the things that they have um uh, persuade you that are enjoyable so if you still want to go to the movies, if you still want to go, you know, shopping, if you still want to go to nice restaurants, and that's your idea of having a, a nice life, but then you don't want to follow their orders, then maybe that's not possible. Maybe you need to reevaluate. Well, you're right. What's important. But let, let, let's do a couple of things with that. And we might need to put another few minutes onto this one because it's okay. a very interesting topic as well. Yes. That just because you can't go into their system to play in their game, what stops you and I setting up a private members restaurant so that you operate in the private and it's not Nothing. in the public? So we can do, we can create, and this is what should happen. Stop trying to fix, not that you were, a broken system. You don't have to engage with it. Simply create a better system that works and supports you. And if people want to go that route and they want to explore all that transhumanism stuff, that's absolutely fine. You go right ahead and fill your boots. 
Mm-hmm. But that doesn't give you the right to drag me into your world, just as I wouldn't expect you to drag to be dragged by me into my crazy world of nature and all the rest of it. That's my world. You know, so we can do our own thing, but we should be creating our own systems and our own processes so that we can go out and do that if we want yes. to. You know, yes. we, we, can, we, can, we can do all that in the private, which is, where I, which is how I moved out. I just operate in the private. It's nothing to do with public. Yes. And that needs, uh, you know, some, uh, you need to put some thought on it. You need some, yeah. put some energy. Yeah. You need to believe in that. Yeah. And some action also. Well, yeah. And yeah, this is one of the things, you know, that I, I, I don't have issue with the, you know, the secret and the law of attraction, all the rest of it. It's very relevant, but it's also relevant that you just don't daydream this stuff. You actually take action because reality responds to the actions you take. Exactly. So once you've decided on a direction, get out and do stuff. You know, do stuff. You know, if you if you do it like it all depends on you and act and think and pray, like it all depends, you know, on the reality itself responding, things happen. Yes, very important. Um, yeah. So if you think you're going to starve, go, you know, plant a potato or something. Go do something. I've planted sweet potatoes. I'm waiting for them to grow. <laughs> I don't think they grow very well here. I'm just, I want to build some geodesic domes as greenhouses. Yeah. Um, which would be really good. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Just from a, a construction exercise, it would be interesting as well. It's different to building an engine, so I want to have a go at it. Will you ever come and visit Greece for a holiday or something, if you can? Yeah, I'll be there tomorrow if you want. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I'd like to. I, I think it would be good to do a little bit of traveling before they finally, you know, if they carry on with their game, we won't be able to travel anymore anyway. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd like to do that. And if I do, I'll come and say hi. Yes, definitely. I can um, I can walk you around. Okay, sounds yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. I like walking. I do lots of walking. <laughs> I, I I meant it literally. <laughs> I walk you around. I'm serious. I do. I do plenty of walking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Me too. <laughs> That's what I got legs for. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Adrian, lovely to speak to you. Likewise. Thank you for reaching out. I've really enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. Uh, please um, uh, tell us, uh, um, apart from uh, your site, For the Love of Truth, yeah. um, anywhere else we, we can find you? Well, if, if, if you go on fortheloveoftruth.co.uk, and then at the top, there's a link to Alternative Principles for Health, which is my site about health and where you can find my book if people are interested in it. But yeah, that, that's really it. I don't really do social media. You won't find me many other places. I would rather be face-to-face with someone. Even this feels weird because... You know, are we really talking or is it just being filtered through the matrix anyway? I don't know. But it's cool. It's cool. So, yeah, those are the places you can find me if you want to reach out to me. There's a contact page and I do get a fair number of emails, but I don't go on. I try and get a lot of time away from the machines and connect with real life as much as I can. Which is why I think last week I had, I have four phone calls last week on my phone and that was it for the week. It was great. Amazing. <laughs> well, I do leave it on silent a lot of time, and I quite often forget it. You know, I think, oh, where's my phone? Oh, it's back in the house, and I've been out for two days or something. But, yeah, it's... it's. I, I can never find my phone. Yeah. Where's well, my phone? <laughs> no, it's good, because we, we shouldn't... We don't need that connection. Okay, less than one minute. Yeah. Oh, I don't we want an abrupt um, okay. ending. Thank you. Thank you. Really a minute. Um, you're a lovely soul. Likewise. Human being. And... Um, I'm a human doing. I'm not a human because you is a color and I'm, I'm a man. I'm not a color of man. And the being, I'd rather be doing. So I'm a man doing. Yes, you're a man doing. Yes. <laughs> I'll reach out again. And um, when, I'm, um, when I'm back to England, maybe I'll come and visit if you're fancy. I would love that. Yeah, you I do that. that. It would be nice to show around here. It's beautiful where I live. Yeah, I know. It's, it's amazing. Wells. Anyway, lots of kisses. Have a great day. And you. And um, oh, well. Take Bye-bye. care. Bye-bye. You too. Bye.